As we head toward Memorial Day, Nickerson Excavation and Construction asks everyone to stop and remember the sacrifices made by our military veterans in defense of our nation's liberty. Serving the New Limerick area for over 50 years, Nickerson Excavation and Construction is your one-stop shop for all your excavation, drainage, and road construction needs, offering good old family-friendly service. For an estimate or bid, please call Nickerson Excavation at 207-532-9391. That's 207-532-9391. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. A child came out to wonder Caught a dragonfly inside a jar Fearful when the sky was full of And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com on MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com, and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. The X Chronicles newspaper will be published and distributed worldwide on the 24th of October in plenty of time for you to read all about Halloween in the October 2012 edition of the X Chronicles newspaper. It comes out every month. We've been publishing it now for 21 years. So for all of you who collect it, you can get it online. You can read it online. You can download it. You can even read it in your iPad or your iPod www.x-chronicles.com forward slash newspaperstand.htm. Exonation, my next guest is Patty Greer. She's also known as the Crappie Girl. And we're going to be talking to Patty this hour about crop circles and the real circle makers. Patty had a life-changing out-of-body experience in the center of a UK crop circle in 2007. And that was the day her perception of reality was forever changed. She saw and felt things she could have never experienced before. 
she experienced and felt that she wasn't alone. Within two years of that date, Patty produced four full-feature documentary films with no training, experience, or previous interest in filmmaking whatsoever. Her movies focus on UFOs, crop circles, and 2012. She's won six prestigious awards and experienced more than 100 UK crop circles personally since 2006. And she created and she completed her fifth film in 2010, editing on her own. Joining me now is Patty Greer, also known as the Croppy Girl. Hi, Patty. Hi. Hello, everybody out there. Tell me, Patty, uh, crop circles. Uh, how did you get involved in in the, the great work you're doing? Well. It was actually not at all about the crop circles. It was that I wanted a connection to higher dimensional beings because I was dealing with a really horrible health problem, which Mm -hmm. was shocking because I'm really, really healthy. And I went to a dentist, got some fillings in my teeth, and instead of doing what we had agreed upon, I woke up after his procedure in free nitrous oxide with a mouthful of new mercury fillings. They call them silver composite, but I got poisoned really badly. And um, it pulled me completely out of my life. I um, was a musician, a harpist, pianist since I was six years old, and professional musician for 30 years. And all of a sudden, where the mercury affected me was my fingertips, my most important part for, of course, playing a harp with sure. strings. And I had great calluses, played professionally, and all of a sudden I had big open cuts on the ends of my fingers, which I have dealt with for eight years. And... I didn't find out the truth about mercury poisoning in these fillings until two years ago when I stopped listening to my doctors who continued to give me the wrong blood test. Oh, heavens. I I finally, well, it's happening because it's one more of those agreed-upon problems with humanity now. But the desperation to heal was what took me to the crop circles. I gave up on humans. I mean, I even went to every kind of spiritual healer. Mm -hmm. I flew around the country like, give me my fingers back. I had no idea what was wrong, and um, so I went to the cross circles. I was like, you know what? If there's anything I can do on this planet, I'm going to frickin' find it. So I flew over to England, laid out in the cross circle. I I don't even know how it was this easy to go over there, figure out where to go and find them, but I'd gone on the Internet, and it seemed seemed as though more crop circles than anywhere else on the planet are landing in this one area called Wiltshire, England. All right, I'm going to ask you to hold on here. We're going to have a bit of a cliffhanger because I have to take a two-minute commercial break here. Exxon Nation, Patty Greer is my special guest for this hour. She's also known as the Croppy Girl. Her website, www.pattygreer.com. That's P-A-T-T-Y-G-R-E-E-R.com. And Patty and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away.
And welcome back, everyone. Patty Greer is my special guest. Her website is www.pattygreer.com, and she's also known as the Crappie Girl. We're talking about crop circles and the real circle makers this hour. And Patty, before we went to the commercial break, we were, uh, you know, you, you told us about how you were searching the world to to find out a cure for your for your, um, your the problems you were having with the tip of your fingers due to mercury poisoning, and you found yourself over to Wiltshire in the United Kingdom. And what happened there? Well, what I looked up on the internet was um, where are the crop circles mm-hmm. happening? And even though the press has gotten away with many years of telling humanity, oh, they're just being made by these two old guys, Doug and Dave, you can go back to sleep now. What the press is forgetting to tell us is that one of those guys has been dead now for 16 years. I'm not sure which one, but that is over. And frankly, back then in the 80s when they got away with pretending that these two old guys were making the crop circles, if there were two in England that night, a couple acres each, there was also one in Italy Mm -hmm. and one in France. So if, in fact, these two old guys were making them, they were traveling at the speed of light. So they're not all human anyway, right? (laughs) Well, of course not. what I'm what I'm saying is that the the world for some reason doesn't realize that crop circles are really happening a lot today. Well, how it's, come how come we don't hear about them like we used to, Patty? Well, who owns the news? That's why. End of story, right? Well, you know how the pro- I I don't understand that when you say who owns the news. End of story. There has to be well, a, there has to be a better reason that it's being the 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 story of crop circles are being suppressed. Well, the story of UFOs is very suppressed, and crop circles are an important part of it because crop circles are the first physical manifestation of ET communication that humans can all, every single person, can physically look up, go to a library for free, and see images of crop circles. There's books, there's movies, but for some reason, and the reason is because they're real, communications from another dimension, and again, I have to say, because we're on the air, everything I'm saying is only my perception. It doesn't mean it has to be real for anybody else, but I've been in more than 100 crop circles. There is no doubt in my mind that there is not only the energy of the crop circle, but when I'm 10, 20 feet from it, Mm -hmm. the hair stands up on my arm, and I turn around to the people walking with me, and they just nod quietly with the big eyes like we're all going, something just shifted. I've got goosebumps head to toe, Mm -hmm. I've got a tingle in my head at the top of my head going down my neck, and I can see the hair standing up on my arms. Something is a higher frequency. And the scientists and the chemists and those kind of people that are experimenting with physical dirt, water, samples from around the area, they're finding that there is, of course, an enhanced electromagnetic field. Some of them talk about radiation, but I don't feel that it's been dangerous to me in that way, and I'm really sensitive. I can hear electricity. I don't like it. I can smell gas leaks before anybody else. I don't like it. That's why I live in a beautiful place in the in the mountains now. I need it quiet because this is the choice I'm making. And this big 2012 conversation is really about choice now because... I am choosing not to be a part of the news, and when I said, look who owns it, there is a problem right now, which isn't what we're going to go into heavily, but there's a disconnect in the important information getting to humanity. 
you know, I think that whoever's been running all of the finances of the world has also bought the news and the newspapers. And so we really haven't been getting the information that's going on, such as um, the UFO, huge problem with nondisclosure. The crop circles are as obvious as the images that are being imprinted, supposedly, on all the UFO sightings, the military people that have mm -hmm. come forward and admitted that they've seen this languaging on the sides of the spaceships that have been seen, there's languaging in the crop circles. There's written imaging that goes on for 1,500 feet. A couple of years ago, they had two of them, which was a written language that hadn't been seen in hundreds of years. And a lot of the crop circles, they use binary code. They use ASCII code, which can be deciphered by people that know these languages. These crop circles are not just arbitrary patterns, pretty pictures. Many of them have these specific old languages or updated languages, but they are a communication. And many of the crop circles aren't the languages so obvious, but sacred geometric patterns. And what that means is that there's a real symmetry from the center point, and then it goes out. It's symmetric in all directions. And subconsciously, the crop circles, supposedly, are giving important information to all people that look at the image of a crop circle, the sacred geometric pattern. Even if you're just looking at it going, oh, how pretty, flower of life. On a subconscious level, you're getting some information that we believe is enhancing people's consciousness. And that's what needs to happen now. Okay. So so where where exactly, or who exactly then, Patty, is making these crop circles? What they're showing up as, to the eyes of myself doing night watch, standing at night on a hillside where we know crop circles happen, mm -hmm. and a lot of us that are researchers stand up on the hillsides at night doing night watch into ridiculous hours with our cameras all set up, infrared set up, waiting, hoping be there on the hill and watch a crop circle get made. But very few people have been able to film it, although many people have seen it. And what I'm talking about, the it, are these balls of light that are illuminated from the inside. They're extremely bright, and they move. They move through the sky with intention and consciousness. And the last movie that I made, which was two years ago in 2010, I had already made four movies. And um, I had won Best Feature Film two years in a row, which was a great honor at the International UFO Congress Convention. And that's an American um, convention and film festival. We draw, we, I'm like the family, 600, 800 people. And they are the major players in the UFO world. And they're, they're all so friendly because it's like a huge family, which all of us are now, that are choosing higher consciousness. Those of us that are speaking a different language than... I did 10 years ago. I was so about my world in my hands and the mall and getting new clothes because you, God forbid, don't want to wear last year's. I'm from L.A., so I had, like, the old implant, you know, of having that be important, whereas today, every day for me, it's about how can I help humanity raise the vibration because I'm not living in the world of what's happening down there now. I won't watch the news. I turn on the presidential debates, and I'm embarrassed for my species. Are you feeling that? No, not at all. Oh. Not at all. I, I you know, I, I feel very secure as a member of the human race. I turn on the presidential debate, and I watch it with interest because, 
as I see it, the presidential debate will actually affect what is happening in the real world compared to the hypothetical world. Do you see anybody lying when you watch it where you just go, wait a minute, well, that's sure. not you, true? You know what? I, I see people on TV lying all the time, and I've had... I've been doing this show now for 20 years on radio. But we're talking about just the most a, important man. Just a, just a second here. Just a second here. And before I throw stone, you know, if I'm going to throw stones at one side of the street, I'm going to throw stones at the other side as well. So when I look and I, you know, and I see what's going on TV, whether it's Mitt Romney or, or some other politician who is using the sleight of hand in order to get ahead, or if I'm listening to people talk about UFOs, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, and everything else, you know, you put them in a bag, shake up the bag, and you've got the same same thing. You know, everybody wants a better world, but nobody really knows how to get it. And we're all looking for answers where if you look in the... In the three-dimensional world as we know it today, the answers may not be there. So many people, for one reason or another, go to the other side of the street and deal in a world where extraterrestrials are being sent here to give us a better world, crop circles are being formed. And I don't know if they are or they're not. I've never seen a UFO. I've never seen Bigfoot. I've never seen a crop circle being made. So to me, these are possibilities so i you know i'm still looking for the all-conclusive proof and as a former real police investigator not somebody who takes an internet course but but as an investigator i'm looking for tangible proof and you know what over 20 years and over 3,800 guests there has been no proof okay now you're lighting me up, and I'm really excited. And I'm glad to leave the presidential issue behind. Because for me, I guess my focus, yes, you're right, I jumped the fence. And it wasn't on purpose. Mine was just because I gave up and I wanted to heal. I don't care what sure. it takes. exactly. And that's, that's when the crop circle thing happens, my full surrender, and also being pulled away from what I was, a musician. My whole life, like all of a sudden, I'm like, wow. So, you know, I was like swimming in a new sea, mm-hmm. but when I laid down in that cross circle and opened my arms, I fell asleep or passed out, and I realized now I was taken. I was in full surrender, and when I woke up, I had sunburned face, very tight skin, and I opened my eyes in that crop circle that day in 2007, and I saw something for the first time that I had never seen before, which was these round things moving through the sky. And there were lots of them. And then there was another shape that they came in, and I kept blinking my eyes, thinking, what am I seeing? Mm -hmm. What's going on in the crop circles? And the punchline of that was, it's also going on in Denver and in the mountains where I live. I see them all the time now, but the first time I'd ever seen whatever these things are in the sky that I believe are some kind of plasma, that they have shape, they have form, and almost every person that I've taken outside... I've taught them how to see it, and it's not teaching. It's just look, open your eyes, stop thinking, and almost everybody goes, oh, my God, I've never seen this before. And once you start changing your perception and being willing to kind of look at the fact that there is something else here and we can actually physically see it. Patty, we've got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Please stand by. Exonation Patty Greer is our guest this hour, www.pattygreer.com. 
www.pattygreer.com. That's www.pattygreer.com. More on crop circles on the other side of this break with the news from yours truly, Rob McConnell, here in the Exxon. Don't go away. You're listening to the Exxon Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www dot exxon radio tv dot com you talk like Malena Dietrich and you dance like Zizi Jamais. Your clothes are all made by Balmain. And there's diamonds and pearls in your hair. Yes, there are. You live in a fancy apartment off the boulevard Saint-Michel where you keep your Rolling Stones records and a friend of Sasha Distel, yes you do. But and welcome back, everyone. Patty Greer is my special guest this hour. We're talking about crop circles and the real circle makers. Patty is also knowing lovingly around the world as the Croppy Girl. Her website is www.pattygreer.com. Patty, how do you explain the way that you felt in this crop circle? Um, you know, like science is, you know, science poo-poos crop circles, but here you are, you're saying, you know what you feel, you know what happened. So how do we explain this? Or can we? Well, I know that I can because I've had the experience. And I think anybody that is 50% or more sensitive that walks into a crop circle (laughs) will not be able to deny um, that something physical and emotional happens. Your heart even starts beating more. The last time in 2010 when I walked in with my boyfriend at the time and a friend from Holland, right when I entered, what I was talking about before, there's like this umbrella vortex Mm -hmm. that goes even further than the actual crop circle formation itself. And right when I step into it, it's just alarmingly physical, where it's like, whoa, and I turned around and I looked behind me and my boyfriend had his arm up because he was looking at the hair standing up and his mouth was open, and I turned around and I looked at Monique, and she said, yeah, yeah, I feel it too, so it was physical, and I said, you know, this is so profound, let's actually walk backward four feet, so we stepped out of it, and again, we hadn't even seen the crop circle yet, we just stepped into the vortex, or the envelope, the umbrella, whatever it is. But we stepped backward and we went, wow, it's like you can step into it and out of it and feel it. And yes, I'm a crappy girl, I'm committed, and there's no doubt in my mind that there's something great going on. But when I'm with uh, my boyfriend at the time, he said, you know, I'm not going to lie to you if it's really, you know, 
I'm not going to say, wow, cool. And I sure. said, I don't want you to lie about anything. Just have the experience. And I'm not even going to tell you what it is for me. I want, you know. So the minute I felt it, I just turned around and he had his arm up looking at his hair and he had his eyes really big and he had a smile on his face like, you weren't kidding. And I said, no. Mm-hmm. And Monique said, yeah, yeah. So you can physically feel it. And then, you know, 10, 20 feet later, when you get to the breathtaking opening of all this wheat, you can't even tell where the crop circle is because it's all standing around it and you can't see where it's fallen and laid perfectly. And then all of a sudden you're walking through these tram lines of wheat, which goes for acres, and a tram line is where the tractor tire goes. So it's a trail in. But the way that you even find the crop circle is very tricky. And it'll usually it has to be a pilot unless it's near the road or the farmer puts up some kind of sign and he wants a few pounds for you to go in. But it's no coincidence that there's so many in certain areas of the world. And this year we actually had one in America, in Wilbur, Washington, just a month and a half ago. Did you hear about it? Uh, Yes, I did. Great. So I called the news before that covered the story because I was so excited. I I reached the farmer, and she's a really neat lady, but the news wouldn't take proper information about the truth of crop circles. Mm-hmm. Instead, they took the man, the farmer man, and when he said, I don't know, I don't know, and they kind of looped it to make him look less than intelligent. Well, do you and think that, saying, do you, do you think well, that, it, do you think that might have called, something to do with the amount of hoaxes that have been perpetrated concerning crop circles? Yes, let me tell you about the hoaxers. Many of them are hired teams. Many of them are groups in England of guys that are really good artists, great with graphics on the computer. They design, they go out, they do it. And many of them I have been hearing lately admitting while they're on the radio or in some documentary that although they went out there intentionally with their buddies and made a cross circle, that they all said we were a team of three, and there was one point where I saw a group of five, and they didn't crunch, crunch, walk into the wheat. Shadow, shadow, dark-looking beings. Mm -hmm. And almost all of the crop circle groups have actually had a meeting where they've been admitting we're not the only ones out here, and they're getting creeped out. And the story that I tell, which I'll share on your radio show because it happened to me, was one night, um, and when I went to England the first couple of years, I was hooked. So I went for nine weeks and by myself so that I could do nothing but what I wanted to do. And my hands were so hurt, I was in gloves and Band-Aids, so I didn't want to have to do much other than be there to heal. And I didn't realize I was being there to be downloaded, supposedly, all this information that turned into all these movies but I was in the crop circles regularly, and very few of them did not have that um, elevated energy, that higher frequency. Almost all of them had it. And at the end of a long day, I was really tired, really hungry. 10.30 at night, there was only one place open, the Black Horse Pub. And so I went there, and I sat down, ordered some soup. I was sitting there eating, and these three boisterous guys came in, and one of them was clearly wet all up his front and down, and the other two guys were laughing. They were really loud. And sure enough, three guys, six beers, one for each hand, they sit right behind me. And they were really loud, and they were hysterically laughing. 
And at first I was like, oh, God, I'm too tired for this. But then I heard what they were talking about, and it was my favorite story. They were out at night doing their crop circle. They were making a circle in the field, three of them, and a real circle maker, a ball of light, whizzed past them. And the one guy wet his pants. Hmm. And the other two guys were screaming, and all three of them ran to the car, left their gear in the field, and came straight to the pub. And there I was, sitting there listening. So all these human-made circle makers, that's what the press covers. I'm not going to go into any reasons why, but I'm telling you, these guys that are out there making the crop circles are kind of cutting back because it's scaring them that the real circle makers are just standing there watching them going, thanks, guys, you oh, can do the work. Okay, or, then let me ask you, who are the real circle makers? Where do they come from, and why don't they just communicate with us in a way that we can understand instead of these these pictograms that, in many cases, make no sense, except they're very beautiful? My guess is it's step one in their interacting with humanity. I think that they've been here for a very long time. There are so many people that have had sightings. And a lot of the sightings are these balls of light. So let's go to these balls of light and why I might be your first guest who actually has proof to offer you. And after the conversation, if you really want to know, I will send you a copy of my movie and you will see the proof Mm -hmm. for yourself because I have it. There's no doubt in my mind, and it's not, oh, look at me, at all. I didn't study this stuff. I can't even explain how I found it, but I can tell you how it came to me. There's no doubt in my mind that it's real. There's, there's only one real footage of balls of light laying down a crop circle, and it's called Oliver's Castle, the location of where it happened. Mm-hmm. It happened in ni- 1996. Have you seen the footage? Yes, I have. Okay. Almost everybody has seen the footage of the Oliver's Castle crop circle yep. that happens in a matter of seconds. Turns out this guy, John Whaley, in 1996, was one of the only humans, maybe the only human, who pushed play. But so many other people have seen this happen. Typically, when you're in the presence of balls of light, the human, us, the people, are semi-paralyzed. We can see it happen. We can feel our feelings about it, but we can't move our arms or legs or scream. So it's a semi-paralysis, but many, many people have told me the same story. But what happened on this particular day was the guy was doing a night watch, mm-hmm. fell asleep, and luckily woke up in time, saw these balls of light, and hit play. So he brings his footage to the barge in, which was the big crop circle place, first thing uh, in the day over there, and there's people circling around, and he showed it. And between him showing this amazing footage and all the different groups of people trying to change the information, it got distorted. And many people are saying, oh, it's fake, it was done in the Photoshop or whatever. This is 1996, and for whatever reason, some famous people that might have been paid well, I don't know, went forward and said, we studied it with the scientists and it's fake, and so you can all go home and go back to sleep. So basically... Most of us have said, God, it's the only real footage, how amazing. But then most people in the public will say, oh, well, it was proven fake, so uh, it probably is. So I bring this footage home. Mm -hmm. I got permission to use it. My first long year there when I stayed for nine weeks, I knew everybody. They were all my friends, and I didn't know how famous they were speaking around their countries or Europe or whatever. But, you know, we were all crappies, people that were in the field every day, day after day, I was the only one that still went in rain because I had these big, long wellies, and 
I came really far, so I'm not going to skip a day in the circles because it's raining, but a lot of the Europeans chose not to go in those days. So I had a lot of time in the crop circles by myself. And um, the movies were not something I had planned, but from that day when I fell asleep and got the sunburn and started seeing those things for the first time ever in the sky, something had really shifted in my brain, and I was doing things that I would have never done before. And the next thing I knew, I had taken 1,100 photos Mm -hmm. of crop circles, and I'd been flying in these little planes that... um, Typically, I wouldn't imagine this is something I would do, but I got in this guy's plane that flies over the crop circles and they take tourists, and he looked at me with my cameras and he said, would you like your door on or off? And I said, you're kidding, right? And he said, well, the professional photographers, and I said, okay, <laughs> door off. And I was like, what am I saying? And then I go looking for the seat belt and the halter, and it's like one canvas, like a man's belt, and I'm like, Where's the rest of the seatbelt? Where's the halter? And he goes, that's it. And the plane starts up, and he goes up to two or 3,000 feet. We're circling the cross circles. And I am leaning out of small, nothing airplane with my cameras. I'm just going, what on earth got into me? And so I came home with tremendous amounts of footage. I hired a film crew, actually, uh, to come and film me and my friends in the cross circles. I don't know why. I wanted to show my friends and family. I was so blown away by what's going on over there. And for some reason, their news is very different than ours. Even though we're on the same planet, they get a different kind of information than we do over here in America. And you're in Canada. And so, you know, I mean, it's it's really interesting how we get different tidbits. But over there, I kept hearing people talking about 2012, and this is in 2007, and in 2008, and I was American, and I was covering my ears. I didn't want to hear this stuff. I didn't want to hear any conspiracy stuff because I was this little white light hippie girl from Boulder, Colorado, to be in the crop circles and bring enlightenment. I mean, I went there so innocent. Mm -hmm. And what I got was, for some reason, a really good connection direct with whoever it is making the crop circles. And I can't tell you, Rob, exactly who they are, but I can tell you what they look like and what it feels like to be in their presence. So so what, so, do, they, what do they look like? Are these the little balls well, of plasma that you were talking about before? No, those are more... Um, those are not the ones making the crop circles. And there's a difference between the plasma that's up mm-hmm. in the sky, and I do have a feeling about what they're doing, but we won't go into any of that at this time. And then there's also orbs that people can get on film. And many of them, you know, people will say dust on the lens or water, whatever. Okay, fine. But when you see orbs that are, there's there's too many orbs that are visible now that many people are getting on their cameras that are absolutely some kind of life between us and some other world. But these balls of light that are making the crop circles are not either of those. They are more dense. They are thicker, and for some reason, I have photos from a night watch in 2008, and so does my friend Monique from Holland. And when we put our photos together because of what happened in 2010 that I'm happy to tell the story of my recent movie, I realized that I had taken photos of them, and I was doing a night watch. This is, again, like flying in the airplane with hardly a seatbelt, tipping the plane and leaning out. That's just not something I would do. Climbing a hill at night by myself in England to do a night watch, again, something else I normally wouldn't do. And so 
this particular night when I took these photos, Monique and I had climbed the hill, and we were um, taking just images, and we saw these orange balls of light at a distance. And then they kept changing, like there was three on the right and one on the left, and then there was two on the right and one. And they kept changing position. There was one, then there was five, then they were getting closer. And so I just had a digital Panasonic Lumax, and I'm going snap, snap, snap. And she, um, actually for most of the night watch, was in another location on another hill. And she had a 35-millimeter camera and got the photos of these orange balls of light. And her photos were much closer than mine. And she has. I've never seen. They're so amazing. And All right, we're going to have to take a else. break here because I've got to take my final break for this hour. When we come back, Patty, we're going to continue talking about these photos and... Um, well, what can I say? Exonation, we're talking to the crappie girl this hour about crop circles and the real circle makeups. Patty Greer is her name. Her website is www.pattygreer.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, with yours truly, Rob McConnell, here in the Exxon. But where do you go to my lovely? Patty Greer is my special guest this hour, Exonation. She's known as the Crappie Girl. We're talking about crop circles and the real circle makers. Her website is www.pattygreer.com. And once again, that's P-A-T-T-Y-G-R-E-E-R.com. First of all, Patty, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. Um, there's no doubt about it. You're very passionate, and there's a conviction when you're talking about crop circles, and I commend you for it. What would you like well, the you. What would you like the world to know about crop circles? You've got about three minutes. Okay, uh, to tie this in a bow quickly, I went off about the Oliver's Castle yes. footage mm-hmm. when I was editing my first movie at the very end. I all of a sudden said to the editor, mm-hmm. reverse that footage and show it to me. He said, why? I said, I don't know. I've got this weird buzz in my head. He reversed it. I said, slow it down. He said, how slow? I said, um, 30%. And we looked at each other. He slowed it down. He reversed it. And right there before my eyes, I found the communication between those two balls of light. Today, it is at, uh, in the hands of different scientists. I'm trying to figure out if it's ASCII, binary, digital, that although the world has proven that that footage is fake, I beg to differ, and my movies prove that it's real. I show this communication, and like I said, I've got people looking at it because even though I'm the crappy girl, I need people that are peer-reviewed, documented, whatever, to say yes, it's true. But, so I'm in but the what would happen? What would happen? happen? What would happen if they come back after their analysis and and they say, you know what, Patty, 
It's ball lightning. Uh, okay. I'm fine with that. I'll go take a vacation. So, since we only have two minutes, I'm serious. I'm not attached to the outcome. And mm-hmm. what my movies, for some reason, I get the scripts at 3 in the morning from them. I wake up. Sometimes I'm like, please, I just want to sleep. But I write down what I'm told. And they say the most profound things. And when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, whoa, nice script. Seriously, Rob, that's how it happens. But the biggest piece that I want to mention is the last movie I made called Four Stories, One Event, Other Worlds Happened to Me in 2010 in front of this boyfriend. And what happened was I said to him, I don't want to make a movie this year. I just want to play in the crop circles with you. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, the movie made itself. And he just looked at me like, oh, my God, I thought you were kidding. But what happened was on July 29, 2010... You've got 30 seconds. All these different people not only saw orange balls of light over the same crop circle, Mm -hmm. but two of these guys from Belgium absolutely saw illuminated light beings with arms, legs, and a head come out of these crop circle balls, these balls of light that I know are making the crop circles. So my movie's proven, without a doubt in my mind... You've mentioned my website. Thank you. The movie that's totally over the top, Four Stories, One Event, Other Worlds. I just have to say I'm shaking my head going, why me? But I'm willing to do it. So I put these movies out. I think it's all real. I think it's all true. And people should really enjoy what's going on. Patty, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight here on the Exxon. We've got to say so long for now. Exonation Patty Greer has been our guest this hour. Greer. That's www.pattygreer.com. We've been talking about crop circles and the real circle makers. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exxon continues worldwide with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We'll be back on the other side of this news break.